You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Glee. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Glee news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Glee! Uh, <laughs> How can you not move when it's locked? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we uh, maybe are doing the performance justice today, but Glee definitely did, and Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Glee after show. So um, let's introduce ourselves first. I'm Stephanie Wanger, and sitting next to me... Hey guys, I'm Christiane Lopez. Tonight you can call me Rizzo. <laughs> I, I would totally call you Rizzo. Hi everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini. Hello, everybody. I'm Sarah Mendoza. We have a special guest in the studio. Our friend Jill's here. Shout out to Jill. Huge AfterBuzz fan. (laughs) So excited to have you here. Um, So this is a big episode. We've been waiting for this one. Uh, It's episode six of season four of Glee, and it's called Glee, and it's the the Grease episode. It's the Glee episode, because last week it was like a teaser. We were ready for it. It didn't come yet, but here... Finally, it was here today, and it was so awesome. And how clever. Gleese. Gleese, yeah. <laughs> Gleese. I, I, th- I think last week I was calling it Gleese, too. So, you know, uh, they, I think they heard your idea, and right. they stole it. I was and trying to say said, Glee, and I said Gleese. I have to say, I was oh, yeah. double-checking that as, like, is that the actual episode title name? Because I was like, I love it, but did they really do it? And I just love the fact that they did. In um, true Glee fashion, it's very corny. It's very cool. Yeah, and I felt like this episode was everything you wanted it to be. Like, it was so Glee meets Grease and just cheesy and fun and so much relationship drama. Um, Just a good episode. I just feel like everything was so well done, from the music choices to the storyline connecting to it. I mean, it was just like everything you wanted and more. I think all of us were just screaming the whole every 15 minutes. <laughs> we were like dying and trying to like catch our breath, and we were just like, oh my God, yeah. just glee. There was like amazing. good dying, like, oh my God, amazing performances, and then there was like scary dying, like people kissing the wrong people, and it was just <laughs> like, ah! Yes! Overall crazy. <laughs> and amazing. You always know it's a great episode when we're sitting together and we're trying to not talk about the episode because we want to all save it for you here yeah. um, for our after show, and we're just like, oh, that's such a big, oh, can't believe it happened. <laughs> so, um, but let's get into it. Uh, we have a big kind of step with Rachel and Kurt coming back to McKinley. We saw Rachel there a few episodes ago, but she's was back again with Kurt and kind of seeing their relationships unfold with her um, confronting Finn. Um, and that was one of the most awkward scenes I think we've seen this season with Glee. 
Well, I mean, I think that they had the intention to come back home for like a reconciliation. Kurt was having, you know, doubts and like what kind of decision did they make? I really miss him. I might as well go back and take that risk. And I think Rachel was feeling the exact same, but didn't really want to be the one to initiate that decision. Right. And with them going back and doing it together, they thought they would both have enough strength and support for one another to do that, but it definitely did not turn out yeah. the way we all thought. I mean, what do we think about that? Because for me, if, if I were Kurt and I was the one that was done wrong, I would have not gone there with the intention of, I really want to see Blaine and maybe we'll reconcile. I would have wanted him to like work for it, you know, to get back with me rather than me going to him. So I like that they were going back to the school to see the play, but I was sort of like, oh no, Kurt, like you don't want to go there and chase after Blaine. He should be chasing after you. What did you guys think about that? <laughs> I really thought that it was interesting that they both went back because I was in the same boat as you. I really feel like both of them should, both um, Blaine and Finn needed to work for their relationships a little harder. You kind of saw Finn ignore her at the beginning of the season and obviously Blaine cheated in some fashion. Mm -hmm. So you want that kind of to them to work harder for the relationship and to see them crawling back from New York and back right. at McKinley. Like, I was excited because, you know, having the whole gang back at McKinley, what more can you ask for? But on the flip side, in terms of a real-life situation, mm -hmm. probably not the best choice. But you know what? I, I guess I do agree in that he probably did need his closure. Even if he wasn't going to get back with him or forgive him yet, sometimes, even if you're the person that's hurting, you do need to just, like, open up that conversation with that person to begin the healing process it's true. for you. I loved how they um, both of them went back to McKinley because you can see how much they've changed from just that small period of time that they've been in New York. They're completely different people and how they closed up you know, those loose ends a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, like, I mean, obviously the music, the musical was an excuse to go back because yeah. obviously Finn is Kurt's stepbrother Mm -hmm. and Rachel and Finn have a history, so it would be kind of messed up if they didn't go back, you know what I mean, to see all their friends and see that performance. So I think it was like almost like an easy, sneaky cop-out to be like, yeah, I guess we'll go back, but more so I think they definitely wanted to go with the intentions to right. and reconnect something. And it was clear that both of those relationships are blatantly over. I, I mean, at least for now. And I know it kills me as a fellow <laughs> Finchel fan. It it kills me to say that. But you kind of saw um, yeah. Blaine uh, try to explain to Kurt what happened, and Kurt shuts the door on that. And then also Rachel um, is kind of broken up over another guy. She won't admit to Finn like that. His, that she's still interested or that she's thought about him and it was clear we'll get into the songs a little bit later on that she's thinking about him she imagines performing with him again and you mm -hmm. kind of see that flat that flash of that happening yeah. Yeah. And I think it was a lot more complex than just how it ended of, of um, Rachel thinking about the other guy because obviously she went there and I you know went there to talk to Finn and hopefully have some kind of right conversation or whatever with him and I think when they first came and they had their first meeting when they all awkwardly kind of like oh hey it I think it showed been. like Finn's maturity and how he was like alright so I guess just thanks for coming like and I think that kind of yeah not turned Rachel on but it kind of showed his like his growth 
mm-hmm. and maybe it thought like she thought more of him because of how he kind of handled the situation yeah i agree i like the fact that they were all very civil like very mat- more mature more adult like even though they went back to high school to finish it off yeah, yeah. i will say for rachel um it's just so painfully obvious how torn she is because she is going home to the person that was her quote-unquote home for so many years you know and um so maybe that's the so that's obviously the connection with finn right but then yet she has this other guy who is not necessarily home but he maybe represents the possibilities in the new town that she lives in so it's kind of like either way it's a good deal here's a guy that you're really comfortable with and then here's a guy that you can explore new possibilities with like who are you going to choose it's true i just felt like when she and Kurt both kind of admitted that McKinley wasn't home anymore, mm-hmm. it didn't only feel like the end of a chapter for those characters. It felt like an end of a chapter for Glee. Like, they were such a part of McKinley, and especially Rachel. She was the star at McKinley, and to say that's no longer your home yeah. is mm-hmm. definitely a, a new chapter. And I and we'll go into the performances a little bit more late, later, but it, to your point... Wasn't it crazy to see, like, first Marley and Blake? What's his name? Uh, Marley and Ryder, sorry. Marley and Ryder, and then taking over Finn and Rachel in that performance. It was just such a different, like, wow, parallel worlds. Like, this used to be them, and now here they are coming back, and it's the new generation, and it was crazy. I I have to say, I think Glee has done a phenomenal job this season. I was concerned, honestly, as a fan, coming into the season, that how do you split college and high school? Mm-hmm. We've seen so many shows fail at it, and they've done a phenomenal job of kind of melding those two worlds together. Right. Yeah. Well, what I think um, was a good idea for them, because people get really attached to these characters, right? It's, especially with Glee. There's such a huge fan following. I think if we just broke up with the with the OG cast right away, and then there's just they're completely replaced with no saying goodbye to the others, I think people would have stopped watching. There's no reason to hang on. These aren't. This is not our Glee cast. This is not Rachel and Finn, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think they're, like, not really tapering off, but, like, they're slowly pulling those characters out and then maybe developing something new. But imagine if they, if they were just gone oh, completely. Yeah. I think they no would have lost their audience. I was going to say cold turkey yeah. without yeah. these <laughs> characters would be a really sad day. For They'd have to go to rehab. Yeah. And we we, would, we yeah. wouldn't be here. We wouldn't yeah. be doing the after show because no, no, it wouldn't no, be our no. show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same Glee. It's no, so, no, it so true. And you're kind of seeing those bridges all kind of uh, the older generation taking more leadership. Um, we saw Mr. Shu is going off to, I guess, do education reform in <laughs> Washington. And so Finn took over. Uh, that's why he was back at McKinley, took over for him. And Go Finn! Yeah. Directing, so directing his first play, which is huge, and kind of failed at the Army. But I think we're going to see him do really, really well yeah. back at McKinley. Christy pointed out that he's looking good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, wait a minute. It's not just me, right? Like, all of a sudden, he's like... Ew. It's not just you. Like it's like slightly scu- like scruffier, taller, leaner. Yeah, like yeah. he's got more like swagger. Mm-hmm. Corey sounds like kind me. of director swagger. Oh yeah, it sounds like our engineer. A little here. like our engineer Steve. <laughs> I guess if you like close your eyes. I joke. No, no, burn. I'm not trying to be. Yeah. Okay, so, I shall be punished. Yes. No, but no, I agree. He's looking more like an adult. 
adult. Yeah. Gentleman. It's, it's true. And he admitted, um, Cory Monty uh, had an interview with Ryan Seacrest last week and admitted to the fact that he's been eating all the right things and exercising. And I think <laughs> we could tell. Yeah, like, yeah. And we're noticing yeah. in this room. We're definitely noticing um, that. And he looks great. And um, he's happy in his relationship. And we have a little news and gossip about that later on as well. Um, but... If you have any thoughts or opinions on our show, you can log on to iTunes, and we love your comments. It's so much fun to read them all, and we definitely take your feedback, and yeah. you know, we want to hear if you love, hate our guests, all that stuff is great. Um, and you know I, what? Yeah. I actually printed out some of the comments, and I just want to share them with you guys and give you some shout-outs. Yes, do it. So, <laughs> we love do a good shout-out at Afterbus. No, but seriously, we are super thankful that you guys are here sticking with us. And, like, if you love the show and just love Afterbus, go on, take two seconds, rate us, share, uh, you know, and comment. And we'll definitely give you a shout-out or two and just let people know how awesome Afterbus is because we love our fans more, uh, more than we love our shows. So, <laughs> to Othello32, no, I know that you were, weren't super happy with maybe a lot of the noise going on last week, but we still appreciate that you watch. Cocoa Butter 758, thank you. Maybe this wasn't your favorite episode last week, but I'm sure that you're listening in today, or I hope you are, um, because, you know, we love you, and <laughs> don't go away. Two more, Hawaii Shoe Girly. That's a cute Hawaii, one. Hawaii, I used to live there. So, um, actually, we still live there. We love their you. Names, they're adorable. And, <laughs> yeah. and Momo the Beast, thank you so much for hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Christy brings up a good point. Like, whether it's good or bad, we just love hearing from you guys. We really aim to put on a meaningful show with stuff that you want to hear and talk about. So the more feedback you give us, the more we're able to give you what you want. Yeah, absolutely. And we yes. love and it helps us create better shows for you. So that's always our goal here. Amen. Amen. Shout out. Oh, and also yeah. to Adrian, one of our loyal, <laughs> loyal uh, listeners. Adrian. Adrian. Yes, we Watch love Tower. Adrian. So um, <laughs> we should get back into Glee here and get a little bit into the Grease experience here with mm-hmm. Marley, Kitty, and Ryder. This was kind of the craziest... Um, Marley um, took on that big role of Sandy, and she was really having body image issues. And I thought it was great that Glee took on that issue, and she um, thought that she was gaining weight. But in fact, Kitty was the one who was sabotaging her, and she was uh, adjusting, altering her costume so that they wouldn't fit her properly and encouraging her to, you know, um, be bulimic. Yeah. Yeah. A binge and purge. Binge, binge and purge. purge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mean. So mean. Uh, what I like about the show is it, it actually incorporates that kind of struggle into the story plot because there's so many like teens out there and just the demographic that watches a the show, they they can you know, it resonates with them. Some people struggle with it. Yeah. Some people have body issues, you know, and it, and it, it it makes them feel not alone and also it presents, you know, solutions. You know, you don't have to go that route. Yeah, I thought that it was great that I was concerned, honestly, when I first saw them suggesting that. And I wanted Glee to come up with a resolution that wasn't that she just continued to 
purged. I wanted there to be someone who stepped in and said, no, that you can go a different way. It's okay. And we definitely got that in Ryder tonight, which was nice. Um, Because I thought if you leave that open-ended, that's kind of sending the wrong message out there that that that's an okay thing to do. And obviously you don't want to encourage that. Yeah. And I love how... um, (laughs) Sorry. Um, I love how that... Um, they address this issue because it's really it is a serious topic but it's something that's really um, relevant for teenagers and the younger generation I mean I'm sure older people have it too but like especially at such a pivotal age we're an impressionable age and then the fact that even Marley talking to her mother and there are better alternative solutions that um, going on a healthy diet we were just mentioning with Corey Monteith, like resolution. He, he ate properly. Yeah. He, he's not admitting on the radio to being bulimic. Um, so it's uh, there's definitely other solutions. And it was interesting to see her mother, who obviously has had body struggles for years. She admits to that on the show. And they're both talking about like, we, well, we can diet together. And that wasn't good enough. She needed a faster solution. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that it's interesting that that's the way that they chose to manage it. But... I loved, loved that Ryder stepped in. And can we just say how yes. great is he? He's stepped up in such a major role so quickly on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm and- getting Finn flashbacks when I see them together from back in the day when Rachel and Finn were first starting out. Absolutely. <laughs> I know they're so cute together and he's so supportive of her. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, oh, Fitchell fans can at least have a new couple right. now. Yeah. It's okay. We don't have to be. Yeah. And and I love how uh, Ryder did that because Blake Jenner in real life, when we saw him on the Glee project, he was the exact same way. He was very supportive of the other contestants. You know, when they were having a hard time, he would just step in and like give that word of encouragement. I love how they translated that to his character as well. And like the thing that's amazing about Ryder's character is, you know, there really are good guys out there. You know, you don't have to be just a jock and an asshole. You don't have to be like, you know, this gleek musical theater guy, but kind of nerdy. Like this is a guy who is truly all around a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who's going to look out for their buddy, someone who's going to stick up for a girl that he's into and somebody that will go out on stage and just truly be him. And like, right. that's like one of the biggest lessons I took away from tonight's episode is like don't there's one one lesson there's always going to be somebody that's going to try try to take you down aka kitty aka um sue sylvester Sylvester or whatever number two you have to just do like what you believe in you know and again just like you said marissa like at that age like you're super impressionable and obviously marley's a very vulnerable young naive kind of girl and thought oh well that's just what i gotta do in order to you know fit Mm -hmm. in and be comfortable with myself but anyway i just that's just what i love you know about writer is just that he is like this all-around good guy he's the champion yeah (laughs) i just love the fact yeah from the glee project that he admitted that he wanted to be a um a thin type character on the show and that's what they've allowed him to be and I, I think that that's always the best when Glee allows these people to bring a little bit of themselves into their characters it always makes for a more interesting show for right. sure um, so I also kind of loved the fact that Kitty didn't get any benefit in the end fr- from it. It she went on. We were concerned about her voice um, because of, you, when you purge, obviously it can affect your singing voice. And Marley's voice, right? So Marley's yeah. Marley's voice, and so Kitty 
But Kitty's plan didn't work in that way. Right, because we were thinking that um, Kitty was trying to get Marley to purge so that it would ruin her vocal cords. We were just thinking of all kinds of, like, yeah, I mean, we <laughs> undercover went, stuff. Yeah. We went evil yeah. with it tonight, yeah. for sure. Um, Kitty was But luckily, though, it did so, not happen. You know. Her it's, voice was fine, and she yeah. rocked her song. Yeah, and yeah. she also ended up with a big kiss with um, Ryder, Ryder, which was adorable. And <laughs> That's right. Ooh. Very hot. <laughs> yeah. The, the first big, I think the first, their first big kiss for mm-hmm. sure. And, mm-hmm. but and it wasn't even on on the stage. It was like in. It was a real kiss. It was a real yeah. genuine kiss. It was. And what was a little sad about it, like the sad <laughs> lining of this, was that Jake um, kind of looked on and looked really yeah. upset. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Jake, you lost your chance. You went with for Kitty. Right? right? now. Oh. Awful. <laughs> Terrible. And this whole episode was kind of about, well, not the whole episode, but part of the episode was about betrayal for Char. And we saw that again with Brody um, back in New York, um, who, unbelievable. I, I was shocked by this. I, I don't know. How did you girls feel? Was this? Yeah. I mean, it, we saw it coming for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I knew when she was offering up to Rachel her frequent frequent flyer uh, miles. Oh, she wanted <laughs> Rachel out of the way, for well, sure. She she saw an opportunity probably like when they were, because they're always whispering to each other in class, right? She knew something was going on. Mm-hmm. And she, she just has it out for Rachel. So I, I think she saw it then. You know, something I might do to sabotage her is steal her little boy toy. And how can right. I do that? Let's get her out of the picture first. Yeah, and Rachel bought it right up, and she was like, I'll go to McKinley and see my ex, uh, but <laughs> um, it's... <laughs> Nervous laughter. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Um, but then I don't think I expected him to fall so quickly. He seemed so into Rachel at the beginning of the episode, and then he... Here's the thing. I don't think he's fallen for Miss July. I think he's a kid, an 18-year-old freshman or sophomore, whatever, in college with crazy horn. Junior. <laughs> Even though, Fact you know, checkers. men until they're like 35 are like that, right? Yeah. Maybe 40. <laughs> but, but, you know, hot woman who's got abs, very talented, someone he might aspire to be one day, not a woman, but like a successful Broadway star. Absolutely. I mean, I mean you're sleeping yeah. with your teacher who's probably going to get you somewhere. Yeah, you're going to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> true. Um, so... I don't know. I felt like, um, yeah, he just, though, fell really... Maybe he didn't fall for her, but he jumped into a clear kiss and a intimate relationship with her very quickly. Yeah, I honestly, I, I didn't see, I didn't expect the kiss. We, we knew there was going to be a sexy dance going on, but I didn't see that ending. I totally coming. saw it. And I don't think that it's an intimate relationship. I really feel like it's... Brody saw an opening or the opening found him and he just rolled with his hormones. You don't think that he's <laughs> attracted to the, her power at all? That's I'm what sure I'm- he's attracted to her, but I don't really think he like Puck and Rachel's mom or whoever it was wants to actually pursue a relationship. That's just my opinion though. No, no. I, I think it's interesting. I think yeah. Miss July seduced the hell out of him. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. She I- made it happen because she really wanted it to happen. Yep. And he's a guy. I'm somewhere... Okay. It doesn't yeah. take much. No. <laughs> like, saying, like I know everything about it, but you know. no. good, good insight. Good insight. No, I just feel like she definitely seduced him. I mean, that was clear. But the other side of it is that 
it takes two to tango. I mean, it does. <laughs> yeah. It but for just, men, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just another way to get yeah. back at Rachel. She has this thing against Rachel. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely true. And she wants to see Rachel <laughs> fail. And mm-hmm. we should mention that she also, did Rachel end up going to the, her off-Broadway audition or did she? That hasn't happened yet. Haven't yeah, happened yeah. yet. She's still preparing Because her off-Broadway audition is when she goes back. Yeah, I'm worried um, that uh, that uh, Miss July will do something else to sabotage that as well. Yeah, like she's already. Oh, this is, I think this is it. She's starting it. She's is messing it, with her head, right? By breaking her heart. I think Miss July understands the fact, oh, like Rachel's potential that she could be very successful, and that's what Miss July could have been, also. So she's mm-hmm. like doing anything to make sure that Rachel's not going to be that successful person that she could have been. Agree, hundred percent. Yes. Agree, two hundred percent. Right there with three hundred. Yeah. Anybody? Oh. No, exactly. <laughs> Our special guest definitely yes. is going yeah. for the three hundred. Um, so we should also mention the sad. I thought this was a sad part of the storyline tonight. Unique um, had to give up his role um, in Greece because his parents didn't want him to be ridiculed. For playing a female part. Well, Sue. Sue, really. Well, Sue, yeah. and then his parents were brought in, and so yeah. he was forced to give it up, though. And, and we also saw that Unique was also getting bullied in, in school for, at least just like Kurt was, and I kind of wanted Kurt to, you know, just come in and give a word of encouragement to Unique. That's a good point. That is a good point, and I also think that Finn, it was interesting that Finn didn't realize that that was happening. He looked completely shocked by that, and you would think, having been in the Glee Club, he would realize that you're open season to anything. All the criticism, the slushies, he experienced slushies, too. Well, he did sit um, Unique down in the last episode, warning him or her but I guess maybe now like when it came down to shutting down like he didn't want his production to be shut down and if this is what might have led there like he wasn't gonna let that happen you know what I mean absolutely and he but I just thought it was I just wanted him to be more comforting I guess more in that hurt vein he didn't Mm. seem very comforting he was just like okay well will replace you and he did he found a replacement super fast then i think the next scene was him (laughs) with santana and santana taking that role and once again tina is cannot catch a break being shafted she always gets the short tina never gets anything yeah what up is it because she's asian (laughs) it is all three of us asians sitting here are like what i was thinking the exact same thing though Come to Afterbuzz. You're welcome. Is it because they always have to have the underdog character there or what? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. And I I felt like she just deserves, she's so talented um, Mm -hmm. to have a big singing part. And we haven't seen her really have her big moment in a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for Tina, because she is a senior, it's time to exert her authority and just like put in her two cents be like hey i deserve to even be considered for rizzo not just go on to santana someone who's doesn't already even go graduated. there anymore i know not to someone who's <laughs> already graduated yeah but t- <laughs> tina should have fought for it and that's the thing but tina doesn't fight and she she needs to stand up for herself and she has no, but she's so quiet yeah maybe but it's leading up to something really big though yeah maybe it's and it's it's gaining that the audience's support to be like all right tina you're gonna get yeah. something really huge don't they soon. know that tears are a woman's most effective weapon Yes, Aww. don't they? Yeah. 
Um, they, yeah, I just thought that I wanted her, yeah, to have that big moment. Maybe you're right. Maybe it will come um, soon. But I did love the fact that she admitted to missing um, Mike. Didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, a sweet, sweet moment. We kind of had a few sweet moments like that. Santana admitted to missing, or Brittany admitted to missing Santana, rather. And Santana was a little more, I guess, iffy on whether she missed. Yeah, because there was a very strange, it was a very interesting look that Santana, Santana had on her face right before she was about to go on and perform when Brittany's like, well, I really miss you. And she's kind of like, miss you too. I don't know. I, I felt like there was something there that she wasn't, Trying, she was, she was trying not not yeah. to express. You but know what Santana, I mean? the same feeling, yeah. Yeah, Santana admitted she only did the musical just to see Britney. That's true, so. and I was afraid it was going to mess up her performance having this big thing happen right before, um, you know, big admission right before she went on stage. But that's such the Glee way. I mean, Finn admits right. things, and that's just the way that. Do we think that Santana is having her cake and eating it too? Like wherever she's at, she's got some girl. Now oh. she's coming home to see Britney. Drama. <laughs> so much drama on Glee. Um, but we should actually get into It's the Grease episode. And why don't we get into all the songs of Grease? <laughs> I know everyone's <laughs> ready. Get set. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, Cause I need a man. I want to start right. with the very first song, Grease Lightning. Oh, my God. Blake, you are such a freaking star. So yes. <laughs> so hot. I mean, yes. just like, just the guys, like, there's such a strong male presence and male, and, and just male dominance in this cast, and they all just look so good together, they gel so well together, and just the fact that Blake Jenner is leading them after just coming fresh off, you know, a winner mm-hmm. of Glee Project Season 2, like, I'm so impressed, and he's got to be so proud of himself, and I'm sure the writers and, and um, you know, Ryan Murphy, I'm sure they are just being blown away by this guy every single day, because it completely shows. And we right. talked about this off-camera, that he is so talented, and he was here at AfterBuzz just, you know, under a year ago, and he's was now able to come and be a star on a major network show like how little time it has taken to change his whole life right like we didn't even know that he won the glee project at that point when he was last here in studio yeah which is crazy and he's kicking butt on the show so that's great um and i just loved that performance and seeing all the guys and their grease get up and and they had Corey monteith join them so it wasn't just the new guys it was great it was so much fun and they're really they were really staying true to to the movie. I feel yeah. like the sets were exactly the same, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool and also, like, sort of, like, uncool because you wanted originality, but it was like we're watching Grease. Yeah. 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 It was slightly modernized for us, like the people that are super yeah. familiar with the movie, you know? Yeah. Slightly. I, I Yeah, I really appreciated it, though. I felt like it, they... I know we talked about with like Britney episode and other things they've they've gone kind of sometimes a little astray not exactly honoring we we kind of talked about that it wasn't necessarily honoring Britney and this felt like you were really kind of honoring Greece and everything that Greece is about and did a great job bringing that to life and they kicked it off strong this first song was really energetic and fun um and then you had the of course you had to have a girl song and yes, uh, Sandra uh, Sandra D with uh, Kitty and Tina and Unique at the sleepover, <laughs> and we all knew that one was coming. I mean, so much fun. It's it was good. Yeah, yeah. Really? I, I, it, well, it wasn't I, my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't my favorite either. But again, it was exact to me. It was exactly like the movie. 
even to like when she stood on the bed. I remember that's the part when when in the movie she would stand <laughs> on the bed when she would put on the wig. It was exact same timing and everything. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't my favorite. It didn't feel as gelled as some of the other performances, mm-hmm. but it was. I still thought it was fun and in the vein of Grease. Exactly. Right. It just it felt like it fit the episode. What did you kind of? What was your issue with it? Well. <laughs> let me tell you like I feel like that's a very obvious and easy song and character to play so yes she did it but like did she really go for it I don't think so was it did she really make it her own and kind of like because I feel like in Rizzo's original character in that movie she takes mocking and gossiping like to a level where all girls like really understand and know even when you know the girls in the next room it's like we're all like hush hush like you know whatever and when someone takes lead and kind of like talking about somebody it's there's a really sick part that's kind of fun about it but hers were just so I don't know just annoying she's annoying yeah, I mean, I think we just hate Kitty. Yeah, we just yeah. don't like her. It's t- it takes a lot to overcome because we were saying Quinn had her good and her bad side, where Kitty's not showing a whole lot of good at this point. There's no just good vocally side. wasn't there either. She's I mean, Kitty litter. performance. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kitty, Kitty litter. <laughs> Kitty litter. Oh, oh, snap. oh snap. I don't know if I would go that far, but <laughs> well, why don't we she move on to something a little more positive? Um, how much can we all say we? loved Blaine and oh with Teen gosh. Angel I mean yeah Darren Chris can do no wrong did it justice oh my god that was amazing because Beauty School Jackpot's my favorite song yeah me too out of Greece. it's so simple them, but it's just so awesome to listen to and Blaine killed it just so so great good. I mean he just I don't know like his voice is so amazing and he brings so much emotion to all of his songs I think that that's what's what's really fun about it is he can sing sad or happy and he just gets it and it has that 50s vibe that I love yeah and his hair was all done up that way for sure there it is yeah Wow, Steve is on it with this music tonight. Oh, so where are you getting this? <laughs> you know, also another thing, Sugar looked exactly like Frenchie. Oh my god, I feel like all of them yes. resembled facial structure, everything. Right. Yeah, like the makeup was great in this episode. That's one yeah. thing I noted too. Like everybody was like identical to the character. It was right. So cool. But then that's probably another reason why they did Grease because they're like, we have so many characters who could play these characters. That fit. Yeah. Even Santana with Rizzo, they kind of have like the chubby cheeks, the cute but chubby cheeks thing yeah. going on. It's so fun. Yeah. And Marley uh, kind of did a reprise of the uh, song from earlier in the Sam Sander Day, and it was so much fun. I, I liked hearing her sing it. She has an amazing voice, too. Yeah, it just really showcased her range and what she can do with her voice. I, I completely. It wasn't showy or anything, just a simple reprise. Very yeah, hard. Very reflecting her emotions too. Yeah, definitely. Which is very Glee-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we move on to one of my personal favorite uh, Grease songs. Uh, there are worse things I could do. This was the heartbreaking performance of the night. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> we were all freaking out over the Santana this took it on, and I mean, blew it out of the water. Oh so good. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And great we, opening. Yeah. Just her by herself on stage. Steve, uh, nice. Is. I know. You're really on it tonight. This is awesome. Um, so, the texture of her voice is very much exactly, like Rizzo. That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Mm-hmm. 
Very raspy. It's like your your voice, Christiane. You have that. That's raspy. what I said. Call me Rizzo today. Like the weenie Riz. And what was interesting in such a typical Glee fashion was that they cut in that performance with uh, Miss July and Brody in the mm. middle of this song, and you just felt it. You felt Rachel, like, her heart, yeah. like, yeah, just was painful. Just the story yeah. behind when Rizzo sing it in the movie is way different than what was going on here, but both very controversial situations. Mm-hmm. Rizzo in the movie, she just found out she's pregnant, Preggers having a baby. In this one, we've got all kinds of scandal going on in our Grease, Grease episode. Yeah, and then uh, the final performance of the night kind of took on, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, the new and old, older generation of Glee. It started out with uh, Ryder and Marley singing, You're the One That I Want, and it was so cute. Oh my god, it was like flawless. Fun. It was so perfect and so on point. But then... Ugh, Marley had an edge in this song. That's yeah. why I, lo- I really liked it. She looked good, too. So good. I put Marley is so stunning. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Christy and Blake, so of course, always looks stunning as well. I mean, who can complain? <laughs> exactly. Um, but for us Finchel fans, uh, I think... You can do, I mean, it was amazing to have another performance with Corey Monteith and Leah mm-hmm. Michelle, And I can only imagine that was so much fun for them to film. They are yeah. a real couple. I know we've said it before on the show. I got kind of emotional, like, seeing them on stage again. Like, oh, this was your stage. This was your stage, Mitchell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was perfect the way they did it because you got so into the, you know, into the mood of the watching yeah, yeah. Ryder and Marley. And then just to flash to right. them, it was like, oh, my God. Like, this will be you and this was once you and they showed all the different characters together on stage and it kind of like broke your heart like you were happy to see them together but you're also so sad that they're all in a different place Yeah, Yeah. and they kind of they also paired like Kurt and Blaine for a second there (sighs) which was so fierce and they were happy yeah and who else there was another person that oh um, Santana and Brittany were both there Santana and Brittany and you knew something was going on there I mean I liked the fact that they did that but I kind of didn't because I felt like that took away from this year's um, new cast, They're, like that was their time to shine, and yet we still went back to the original cast. It's like we've seen it before, and I just felt like that should have been, you know, writers and 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 Marley's time to shine, and we just saw the regular. I could cast. see that side, but then I could so. also feel the people who are just thirsty for Finchel, right. yeah. like oh, we got our little taste of them yeah. again. I mean, I liked it. It just I. It took away from their thunder. I yeah. totally right. felt the same way. I thought they should have at least ended, like yeah. had a big bing ending with Ryder and, and Marley. Because yeah. I thought they would. Yeah. Like they yeah. would cut to it. them again, but it was just stayed Finchel. Yeah, I was like, yeah. dang, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Getting set. Uh, see, I was so desperate for Finchel that like, <laughs> well, 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 I understand where you girls are coming from and I see it as like, yes, we want the new characters to shine. I was still pretty content (laughs) (laughs) with uh, the fact that we got some Finchel in there. Um, So I just, I loved this episode though. I, there wasn't like a song that I felt was missing um, in terms of performances tonight. I thought overall they did a great job handling the episode. Agreed. I liked it. They did it justice. Yeah. It was very much a tribute. Yes. Yeah. Tribute. Yes. And I would like to say, I kind of want guys to bring the T-Bird hairstyle back. <laughs> like, they're already yeah. at Faux Hawk. Just no. throw it out a little. <laughs> no. 
Please. Steven couldn't pull it no. off. I feel like yours is Steven like halfway there. <laughs> I've had long hair before. No. Uh, no it's not, not going to happen. Um, My kid. I know. <laughs> you know, you'll force it upon your kid. It's awful. All right, so some news and gossip. No break today. Never a break. No. No break. Um, no break. Straight through. Yeah. So we, we saw a bit of Amber Riley tonight on Glee coming back as Mercedes, and she also is taking on a new role. She is um, in the Off Broadway uh, show called Cotton Club Parade, and uh, she's getting rave reviews for it. And she sings, I guess, a bunch of different songs and takes on. Um, like she's in a sequin full-length gown, and it looks like such a fun show. Um, and I would love to go see it. Like that's all I could think about when I read this article. I was like, this sounds amazing and like so much fun. Good for her. And yeah, uh, yeah and it looks like it may actually end up going to Broadway possibly. So that oh, could wow. be really cool for her as well because she definitely has a lesser role on Glee right now. So I think she has time. I to, would buy those tickets. Totally yeah, yeah, right. We would, we should all go together when it happens. Glee. Glee after buzz field trip. Awesome. Um, And then we also saw Leah Michelle on uh, Jay Leno earlier this week. And just a funny story from her performance or from her interview. She talked about that she loves to cook and that she like can't get enough of cooking for her boyfriend, obviously Cory Monteith. And but she sometimes makes mistakes, and she made him a dish uh, with raw <laughs> eggs. What? And, yeah. And uh, she said, but he was a, he was very good about it. He was a good sport, and I was like, Aww. well, that seems very Aww. Cory Monteith. He would be, wouldn't uh, yeah, he? Yeah, like he's a great guy to what interview kind of on the carpet. What dish is that? Yeah. <laughs> like she was like, I didn't cook it properly. It was supposed to be an Italian egg dish, and she's. Like, but I think that ra- eggs were raw, and so That's he, yeah, <laughs> he was still still willing to eat it. So he's a good boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. what a oh great gosh. guy. Yeah, risking some illness for uh, to keep her happy. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, and Sarah. Oh, okay. So let's talk about the People's Choice Awards. The nominees have been announced for next year for 2013, and guess what? Glee received five nominations, including Favorite Network TV Comedy, um, and also Chris Colfer, Leah Michelle, and Jane Lynch were nominated for Favorite Comic TV Actor and Actress, respectively. So I thought that was great news. It is great news. Yeah, they were definitely leading the nominations. The people will speak, and Glee will win. Awesome. And can I just mention, like, Sue's moment tonight when every time she freaks out, they always play the O Fortuna theme song and she just, like, <laughs> she goes crazy. hits everything and, like, people and shows people around. I love it every time. She does. I wish it's I so could do funny. that. <laughs> and, and she gets away with it, too, for being a teacher. She does. <laughs> yeah. So, it's so much fun. Um, One more thing right. here. Uh, so, there are rumors from some gossip here. There's rumors that a Glee star is going to be prego in the show. So, one of the leading ladies, of course, not one of the men, but one of the leading ladies. Oh, 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 oh. Are, so, somebody oh, wow. is going to be a woman, is going to be prego, and they're not ruling out Rachel. They're not saying who, though. Um, so will it be Rachel? Will it be Emma, maybe? I hope it's Emma. Or oh, is Quinn going to pop up her pop out her second baby? Who knows? Will Marley, since she got her first kiss, her first taste, will she 
not prevent herself for, from putting her hands in the cookie jar and become pregnant. Who knows? She's in a cookie jar. Cookies yeah. <laughs> are good. Um, I, I have to say, I hope it's not Rachel. I feel like that's just going to be a season of baby daddy drama at that point because who, yeah. Yeah. And Rachel would do anything to not jeopardize her future potential career on Broadway. True. So. Um, but should we get into some other predictions? I think we should. Oh, gosh. And now, Shoot. you're <laughs> Christy's clearly behind on her predictions. She can, uh, anyone want to jump in first? Uh, Rachel will start ignoring Brody. Brody will wonder why. Yeah. And Miss July is just going to keep causing havoc in class, I think, with both of them. And those are your good. Yeah, Lopez, you're good too. (laughs) I, you know, I'm just gonna. I wish that Santana and Brittany would get back together. I kind of want to see that in the future. I think big showdown is gonna go down between Emma and Will. Like something is gonna happen with their long distance relationship. That's gonna happen. No. Mine's not. You mean like wedding bells or? Uh, I don't know. Like (laughs) something's gonna happen. See, mine's not really a prediction. It's more of a hope. Um, <laughs> it doesn't so have to do with Finchel. It, well, it does not, actually, this week. Um, that's been the last two weeks. Um, but mine is more about Blaine and Kurt. Oh, I yeah. really want um, Blaine to prove his love. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. he's kind of sitting back and allowing Kurt to walk away. And I want him to go to New York and show him that how much he loves him because it's so clear in every episode how sad he is that he's not with him. Yeah. So I hope that he proves that he loves him. Can I insert random fact about them really quick? Of course. You know how Blaine was singing on the piano, the yeah. Teenage Dream song yeah. Yeah. when he was heartbroken? I found out that that was actually live to tape. So it wasn't pre-recorded, all those tears and like, you know how he was obviously shaken up. They did live to tape. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so amazing. Even more real. Yeah, so He's so fierce. Darren Chris is so amazing. He's so fierce. So amazing. And a Bay Area person like me. So awesome. Oh, Oh, NorCal. We don't want to hear about that. Um, And Christy, any? Um, Same page as you. I really hope that Kurt and Blaine are able to work something out because they're fierce together and I love them. But more importantly, I really think that there's going to be a huge fight for Marley. Blake thinks he's got her. Jake's going to come in and try to get her. I think that's going to be the big mix-up. And I also predict, or hope, also hoping predict that Blake will come on our show. Before oh, this season okay. is over. How about Mike, that? How about that? We show. would love that. And bring Jake. Yeah. Yes. Bring Jake. Jake. Whole crew. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> bring everyone. Yeah. We'd yeah. love to have you all from Glee yeah. hang out with us. So thank you so much for watching. Um, you know, we love Glee and Grease and all that. So please comment on iTunes what you think of this episode. Um, I'm Stephanie Wanger, and you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Wanger. I'm Christian Lopez. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Cielo, M-I-S-S. C underscore L-O. I am Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter and, and Instagram at Marissa Movies. That's M-A-R-I-S-A Movies. And I'm Sarah Mendoza at Sarah with an H. Mendoza. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, so, Jill, for being with us today. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.